The Pearls of Excellence, a series produced by the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health in collaboration with the SASCOG, the Society of Academic Specialists in General Obstetrics and Gynecology. Today's pearl is entitled Amniotic Fluid Embolism, published April 2013, revised November 2018, authored by Dr. Mary Paul Theot, edited by Dr. Christopher M. Zahn. Amniotic fluid embolism, or AFE, is an uncommon, catastrophic obstetric emergency. The frequency of AFE is 2 to 7 cases per 100,000 births. It's responsible for approximately 10 to 15% of maternal deaths in developed countries. If AFE occurs prior to delivery, the neonatal mortality rate is estimated to be 10 to 50%. Many surviving neonates suffer neurologic impairment. Neurologic impairment is also common in women survivors, particularly those who suffer associated cardiac arrest. Although the pathophysiology of AFE is not known, it's been suggested that entry of amniotic fluid into the maternal circulation activates inflammatory mediators, causing an anaphylactoid response. Although AFE occurs most commonly during labor and delivery or the immediate postpartum period, it's been reported to occur as late as 48 hours postpartum. AFE should be considered in the differential diagnosis of sudden cardiorespiratory collapse in the laboring or recently delivered woman with acute dyspnea or cyanosis and tachycardia. Patients may also present with acute severe consumptive coagulopathy without cardiorespiratory symptoms. Risk factors for AFE include advanced maternal age, multiparity, preeclampsia, eclampsia, diabetes mellitus, and polyhydramnios or other uterine overdistension. Labor abnormalities associated with an increased risk of AFE include precipitous labor, induction of labor, placental abruption, cervical laceration, and uterine rupture. There are three phases which have been described during the clinical course of AFE. The first phase involves pulmonary and systemic hypertension with resultant severe pulmonary vasoconstriction, characterized by respiratory distress and hypoxemia, leading to an altered mental status, followed by hemodynamic collapse. The second phase involves decreased systemic vascular resistance and left ventricular stroke work index. The third phase involves lung injury and coagulopathy, which may include disseminated intravascular coagulation, or DIC. The tissue injury and end-organ system failure seen in AFE with pulmonary vascular constriction often lead to pulmonary hypertension, right-sided heart failure, and global myocardial depression. The management of AFE includes early recognition and prompt multidisciplinary management with anesthesia, respiratory therapy, critical care, MFM and or other specialties depending on availability and patient needs. Massive blood transfusion protocols should be activated. An operating room, interventional radiology, and the intensive care unit should be made available. Laboratory assessment is not necessary to make the diagnosis, but arterial blood gas analysis, serial blood counts, and coagulation studies may help guide resuscitation. An arterial catheter to monitor blood pressure and a central venous pressure catheter can be helpful. 
The management should focus on oxygenation and circulatory support with blood products, judicious use of intravenous fluids, vasopressors, and if necessary, cardiopulmonary bypass. If AFE occurs prior to delivery, maternal resuscitation is aided by expeditious delivery. Control of hemorrhage and correction of coagulopathy should be the goal of replacement therapy of blood products with the possible use of recombinant factor 7 if needed. Hysterectomy may be required to control hemorrhage. Support of maternal oxygenation often requires high oxygen flow rate and invasive mechanical ventilation with increasing levels of oxygen and increased positive and expiratory pressures. The goal of therapy is to limit hypoxemia and hypotension to prevent ischemic consequences such as brain injury, acute renal damage, and myocardial ischemia. Be sure to visit our website for the full version of this pearl and to follow up with suggested further readings and references. You should also review the important notices on use and reliance on our pearls articles. Visit us at excellence.org. This article is protected under copyright laws of the United States. No redistribution is authorized without the expressed written consent of the Foundation for Excellence in Women's Health.